Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. And proud CMU alum. Earlier tonight, CMU and the Tony Awards presented the 2023 Excellence in Theater Education Award. And while I am certain that the current Grand Wizard, I'm sorry, excuse me, governor of my home state of Florida, will be changing. to present this award to the truly incredible and life-changing Jason Zembic Young, enhancing the lives of students at South Plantation High School in Plantation, Florida. That is considered comedy on the Tony stage. Tony Katz, that's me, different Tony. 93, uh, I was going to say 93 WIBC because we're heard in Indianapolis and then, of course, WGCL in Bloomington and across the country, wherever you are, whether you're in Tulsa or Atlanta or St. Louis, it's good to have you with us, even if you're in Fort Wayne and South Bend. We always love you. Tony Katz today is the name of the show. The phone number, 833-468-8669. That's how you get to be a part of it. 833-GOT-TONY. Danae Benton, she's an actor. And she's there to uh, present an award, talk about an award presented to a teacher at Plantation High School in Plantation, Florida. But instead of focus on him, she wants to refer to Governor Ron DeSantis as a grand wizard meaning KKK, right? Um, uh, Robert Byrd was a grand wizard, Democrat. Actual grand wizard of the KKK, no words. But this is what's considered somehow funny and brave. It's disgusting and ignorant. And why would you step all over this teacher who you wanted to, to uh, celebrate with this award? Why? Why did you step all over him to make a disgusting joke? Why did you tell the people of Florida, hey, don't don't come to a Broadway show? The level of scumbaggery is absolutely through the roof. It, no one should think that this was smart or funny or, or anything else. It's pathetic. Pathetic, Danae Benton. Not a representation of Broadway, not a representation of the skill it takes to get there, the work it takes to get there, the commitment it takes to get there. It was a cheap garbage joke in front of cheap garbage people who would laugh like circus seals at anything. All you had to say was, you know, Trump's bad, and people would go, erp, erp, erp. What pathetic nonsense. You are supposed to be an actress. Where's the skill set? Where's the self-control? Give out the award and move on with your day. The only Grand Wizards belong to the Democratic Party. It's not my fault you belong to a party of bigots. 
You can do something about that. Go ahead. But this is why people hate Hollywood and they hate entertainment. It's why they get turned off from the whole damn thing. It's because people like Danae Benton, they don't want you involved. They want to hate you. Can't just enjoy the show. Nope. Got to get lectured to. Can't just enjoy the show. Nope. She's got to add her ridiculous nonsense human garbage politics. Think she can debate her position? Think she can explain her position? What exactly has Ron DeSantis done to be the grand wizard? Who? You don't know. Oh, sure. Living in Florida is great. If you want to live under a dictator, stop talking. You're not living under a dictator. You sound like a bunch of crazy people. Because you are a bunch of crazy people. You're not living under a dictator. Because the people have stated, we don't give books depicting sexual acts to third graders. That's not living under a dictator, you weirdo. You want to start a business? Go start a business. You want to have a rally against uh, Ron DeSantis? Go right ahead. You don't like the fight against Disney? Okay. I don't like Disney opening their damn mouth and getting political. Just sit there and take your sweetheart deal. That's your job, Disney. Have less opinions. But they decide to have an opinion. And, well, they deal with that. And while I do believe at the first there was a retributive kind of move, why would anybody think that Disney can speak any which way they choose and there isn't going to be something done about Disney, like, for example, their sweetheart deal and their setup as this uh, Reedy Creek uh, Improvement District? That deal had to last forever. It was untouchable. Nothing's untouchable. And now you know it. So a great lesson was learned. And I think that lesson's worthwhile. Do I think every conversation about Disney is needed? No, I don't. But living under a dictator? You sound silly. You sound dumb. In the dictionary definition sense of the word. You sound dumb. Now, dumb could be seen as not the right word because that's lacking the power of speech. So therefore, I might have to go to stupid, slow to learn or understand, obtuse, marked by a lack of intelligence or care, foolish or careless. It's stupid. See what I did? I said something and said, wait a second, maybe I should double check myself and then realize there was a better way to say it. That's not something that today Benton has done, and that's not something that these progressive fools in Florida have done. I love the arts. I love them. I love theater, and, and, I, and I love music, and I love actual art. And the political right has yet to figure out how to make this stuff, and the political left ruins it every damn chance they get. It sucks. Living on this island. I want to enjoy. I want to hear the story. I want to see its representation. And what do you do? You throw this at me. You can't just let me enjoy. You have to lecture. And the political right can't make good art. I mean, there are some artists. There are some good books. They don't make good movies in the main. They don't make good music in the main. I've got Madison Rising or Lee Greenwood. Sorry, we've got ourselves a problem. 
The left has Foo Fighters. Are we done now? You going to tell me they suck? We're not having this conversation because you sound like a crazy person. Now, the, the cultural realities here is that it's a lot easier to tell somebody how you really care and you're standing up against oppression of this one while underneath you're charging them $842 for a concert ticket and $75 for the concert uh, t-shirt. They're all capitalists. Taylor Swift? Dear Lord, all capitalists. But she's going to rail against some Tennessee law. (laughs) Come on. Come now. The money being charged. Impressive work. Notice I have no issue with it. You charge what you want. People willing to pay it, they're willing to pay it. I'm a believer in the markets. But don't act like you're this super kind, decent, look how much I care about others thing. If you cared about others, you'd give away the music for free. Am I right or am I right or am I? See, that's where I always figure the left is going to go, and yet somehow they don't do it. Somehow the only place it exists is with those awful Republican business owners. They have to pay their fair share. They have to pay their fair share. Everybody else, they get this weird pass. And they seem to be doing fine with pushing this level of hate. Because either people like myself say, all right, we won't go and they don't care because there's not enough of us. Or we say these people are terrible and we still go because we want to enjoy the show. And they never learn a lesson. Exactly how much am I supposed to sacrifice in myself? How much am I supposed to sacrifice in myself? I don't get to enjoy this. I don't get to, There's a soon you won't be able to enjoy anything. It's bothersome. Oh, and don't ask me to have any respect for Danae Benton. She deserves none. She deserves none. So we understand each other. Meanwhile, the Dow is up 119, the NASDAQ is up 108, and Grubhub has laid off 400 employees. It's 15% of the corporate workforce. So these uh, employees are going to get 16 weeks of severance. But they didn't say specific groups or positions that were affected. I don't think they mean the drivers. This whole Grubhub world, man, DoorDash, I don't know how the restaurants do it. I don't know how they still make money. The the amount of the fees that they pay, I don't know how the, the individual restaurant keeps making money. 20%, 30% going to the Grubhub's, DoorDash's, uh, Uber Eats. That doesn't, that doesn't leave much on the bone. If I was looking at the the financial health of of a restaurant, if I was looking to see whether or not this was something worthy of investing in, I would first take a look at how much they do through these places and what are they giving up. Because if this is where the majority of your business is coming from while you're paying out 20 plus percent in fees for for driving this and marketing that doesn't doesn't really leave much does can it really make a productive business i question that highly
Meanwhile, China is in play. I don't have a one for, I don't have a two for, I've got a three for on that subject. It's three for, not reefer. That's a completely uh, different thing, right? That's like if Hunter walks in the door. That's a callback. You're welcome. See? See? Don't miss the first hour. That's that's all I can tell you. That's why you get the podcast. Find everything at TonyCats.com. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. Cool. The garden was blessed by the gods of me and you. So the White House has confirmed uh, that there's a Chinese spy base in Cuba. The Wall Street Journal came out with that story. Is anybody in any way surprised by this knowledge? Is there anything to be surprised by? That the Chinese have worked with Cuba, like the Russians worked with Cuba, to be able to try and do what they can to spy on the United States? Why would anybody be surprised by this? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833. Got Tony. 833-468-8669. I'm not sure why this is news. But maybe it's one of those things where, you know, you always knew it, but now you know it. And it could be that. And it could be that the White House tried to down, well, this isn't happening. And I was like, okay, it is happening. Yeah, of course it's happening. Of course it's happening. The people of Honduras have opened an embassy in China after they put an end to relationships uh, in Taiwan. China is working aggressively to grow its influence around the globe and to harm America. There's a whole conversation about these fires that are happening, these Canadian wildfires, whether or not uh, this has to do with terrorism, because some of the wildfires seem to be being lit at the same time as opposed to some level of natural spread. And there's a conversation, well, you've got all these Chinese nationals who've been pouring into into Canada. Yes, like, look, I was at the border over a month ago, saw Chinese nationals a foot from me who had come into the country. How? And I would tell you the answer is because China is sending them to South America or, or to Central America or to Mexico to come into the country. Of course they are. Of course they are. Try and damage the United States from within. That's clearly it. You can't defeat us militarily, so why not try all the other ways? And then you have states that are trying to do something about this. U.S. states that are trying to restrict Chinese nationals from buying property in the U.S. like they're trying to do investment properties and everything else. This shouldn't be happening from the state side. This should be the federal side. Chinese buyers spent $6.1 billion on existing U.S. homes last year. And none of them should be allowed to do it. All the homes should be gone. Sorry, you're not allowed to own property in the United States. That's the way it goes. Have a nice day. Why? Because you're associated with the Communist Chinese Party. And we don't allow the Communist Chinese Party to own property in the United States. 
Yeah, but Tony, the Constitution, the Constitution is for American citizens. It isn't for commie Chinese uh, members, and therefore you can't do it. That's it. It's simple stuff. I don't know why some of these things aren't done with such speed and such efficiency. Let's take China being there in Cuba spying on us. They're spying on us. They want to listen in. They want to hear what's going on. It's not enough to to have the TikTok data. They want to be able to hear what we're doing. So my answer is a simple one. Have you ever taken a look at a map? Take a look at a map of Cuba. Go on. If if you're near a a phone or something, uh, pull it up. Pull it up right here and you'll see that Cuba is 90 miles from Key West. 90 miles from Key West. And that's called the Straits of Florida right there. So you go as far south as you can before hitting international waters. And you set up a barge. I'm talking about a mother of a barge. You know what? You might need two barges. Might need three. And you get some giant speakers and some kick-ass amps. And you start blaring at Cuba... right at him. That's what you do. It's going to be kind of hard to listen to conversations from the Pentagon when you got this in your ear. I want to give it all to you. Tell me that's a bad idea. So Kiss will play. We'll do everything. Detroit Rock City all of it. And then when Kiss is done, we'll move on to others. Oh, we're gonna give them all the Beastie Boys. We're gonna give them Fight for Your Right. We're gonna, we're gonna give them a little Paul Revere. And then, of course, a little sabotage. That's the way it works. Why am I the only person who knows how to do this stuff? I got this covered. I will go through all the rock, and then I will go through all the rock rap, and then I'll just go right into South Park. What would Prime Boy Tano do if he was here right now? He'd make a plan and he'd follow through. That's what Prime Boy Tano do. What would Prime Boy Tano do if he were here today? I'm sure he'd kick a or two. That's what Prime Boy Tano do. I won't even bleep it out. Let the, let the communists deal with it. Just giant speakers just going right at it. First president who does that wins re-election by a landslide. Landslide! I swear, I, it, does, it, doesn't take, it doesn't take much. But you don't treat China like everybody else. And you don't allow, well, you know, they're allowed to invest here. No, they're not. You're not allowed to own businesses here either. Maybe you should stop being communists. Maybe that's what should happen. Just one man's theory. And if I was president, it would be law. This is Tony Katz today. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. 
There is no one on the planet more bigoted than a liberal white woman. Except maybe for Sonny Hostin. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. A poll? Ah, you're going to get me to believe a poll? Really? But, but follow me here. I'll let you decide if you believe the poll. How, how about that? I'll share the information, and you decide whether you believe it or not. This is from uh, actually Legal Insurrection. They had the site Pew. PEW putting together uh, the survey. The survey conducted from March 27th to April 2nd, 2023, among the 5,079 members of the Center's American Trends Panel, finds that Americans are more than twice as likely to say that the consideration of race and ethnicity in admissions decisions makes the overall admissions process less fair rather than more fair. 17% 17% say this doesn't affect the practice. So, so let me say it differently. More white Democrats than African-Americans support affirmative action in the college and university admissions. Translation again? Sure. Liberal white women believe that black Americans need extra help because they think less of black Americans. Because no one on planet Earth is more bigoted than a liberal white woman, save Sonny Hostin. It is remarkable. I sent this story uh, to my wife because when you have kids that are going to college or about to go to college, you pay attention to these things. It's the story of a student who got a 1590 on his SAT. He has a 4.65 GPA. And didn't get into any of the quote-unquote top-tier colleges. Top-tier my ass, by the way. MIT, Caltech, Princeton, Harvard, Carnegie Mellon, and UC Berkeley. He got rejected by all of them. 4.65 GPA, 1590 on his SAT. Perfect on the math. Perfect on the math. Oh, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. I buried the lead. His name is John Wang. And he was told, quote, they all told me that it's tougher to get in, especially as an Asian American. That's what he was told by guidance counselors, not by the schools, by guidance counselors. Look, you can apply here, but you're Asian. You're not going to get in. We already know that Harvard doesn't want to accept any more Asian students. Oh, we got too many people who look like you. We need people who look like David Hogg. We already know that the elite uh, uh, public schools in New York absolutely try and keep Asian students out. The hatred, the bigotry, because because why? Equity. Too many of you, too many of your kind. We need another kind. That way we know we're doing it right. Why get people to go to these places based on merit when we could do it by showing what a rich tapestry we have? This is the ugly, sinful nature of the leftist. This is what their equity is. Their equity is hate. Their equity is bigotry. Their equity is to keep people down. 1590 SAT, 4.65 GPA. MIT is like, nah. Harvard's like, no thanks. Got enough of that.
we got enough wangs here. What? That's what they said. That's what they said. Enough chins. Enough chews. I'm assuming they also say they have enough Schwartzes and Rabinowitzes as well. I just have to assume that's taking place. Who supports such a thing? Who supports this kid not getting into the elite? Uh, Unless, of course, we're admitting that they're not elite, which, of course, they are not. They are bigotry centers. But we still do think of them as elite, don't we? If someone goes to Princeton, someone goes to Harvard, we reflexively say, Ooh, Harvard, oh, Princeton, hmm, tell me more. Come to the club. You'll meet Missy. You'll have yourself a cocktail. <laughs> I'm assuming that's how they laugh. I'm assuming. I always wanted to laugh like that. Now it's done. Bucket list. Check. This isn't the guy you want? This isn't the kid you want? Son of a gun! I, I guess you you want the person who will um um uh you know really give you the political uh drive that you want you know they've got to be a real progressive or or uh you, you need somebody who's got that look that says I'm not white and and that's enough and black Americans think that's wrong and white liberals think that's great white liberals are the most bigoted people on planet earth there's nothing more bigoted than a white liberal except maybe for this woman out of maryland save of course sunny hostin she is Kristen mink she's a former public school teacher if you can imagine and Kristen zink is on the uh, uh is a city council member in montgomery county now, I used to live in Silver Spring, Maryland. My, my brother back in the day lived, in, in, I think, in Montgomery County. Montgomery County has what we call in the business a crap load of money. Because all those people in Montgomery County are right across the border from D.C., so it's a super easy commute into their government job or their their lobbyist job or their whatever it is, steal from the American people job, whatever it is they're, they're, they're doing that clearly doesn't matter at all. And she, this Democratic uh, counselor, is going after Muslim children. Oh, follow the conversation before you say any more. Muslim children were speaking out at a board meeting Regarding what? LGBTQ curriculum. Because, you know, let, let's be clear. As we've been discussing, the curriculum, the push to push LBGT into everything is a political push. The push to try and sexualize your children is, of course, grooming. And the people who want to claim that uh, only teachers can do this and parents aren't qualified are people who want children not to be in control by their parents. They want parents to have no control. They want to cleave the children away from the parents. And the teachers who favor this should be fired. It's one of the reasons why we should break teachers' unions in half and totally get rid of the system that we have. This public education thing has failed. Let's stop pretending. So first we have these students, Muslim students who spoke out against the policy from Montgomery County that says you can't opt out when they're teaching certain subjects like LGBTQ subjects, which I don't know why is being taught 
what happened to math and English, but neither here nor there. And you know this is going to have some human sexuality conversation, whether they're teaching sex to, to, to eight-year-olds. You know this is all going to come in, in, into play. So here's one of the students. Hi, my name is Saad Baig. I'm a middle school student of MCPS. I'm here to talk about the opt-out option for reading material. I'm not here to take away the right of anyone being recognized in the community. I'm here to talk about my rights. My religion teaches to respect all religions and all human beings and their rights. So does my country law. And I want my right back to have an opt-out option. In the last Board of Education meeting, someone said that many people of the LGBTQ community are being bullied. That may have been the case some time ago, but these days it's quite the opposite. There are over 40 kids that I know who don't want to learn this and really want to be here talking today, but can't because they are being bullied. They are the ones being bullied when they say we don't want to learn this. Now, I don't know anything about this kid. I don't know anything about this kid's politics, his family, anything else. I always start with that kind of, you know, a caveat there. But is it not true that these kids are being bullied and everyone's being bullied? You have to absolutely positively do what we say. Not only do you have to allow uh, uh, children to choose their own gender, not only do you have to allow all this kind of education, which isn't an education, you have to celebrate it. And if you even ask a question, that's the proof of your bigotry. The leftist man, they are hateful people. But that was just one kid. And then there's this, this older kid clearly speaking for younger members of his family. Although the introduction of texts and discussions related to transgenderism and LGBTQ plus lifestyle may support MCPS's mission to be all inclusive regardless of race, gender and identity, I don't believe my first grade and third grade cousins are prepared to read and discuss about such issues at MCPS. Again, I don't know anything about this kid. But that's a statement you could agree with. And then there was this young woman. The issue of gender and sexuality are influenced by our faith. And we should not be caricatured as intolerant. And all and our faith perceived to be subversive because it doesn't align with your beliefs. Intolerance of the faith community threatens to erode support for religious freedom, therefore eroding the benefits it provides for everyone, religious and non-religious. Pluralistic societies that value human dignity and do not view faith communities as a problem to be eliminated will only thrive and prosper. I respectfully request the restoration of the opt-out option at MCPS. Thank you. Clearly, it's a rational point of view. Again, I don't know this girl. She ended her thing. I cut it out there with a with a phrase, and I do not know what the phrase means, and I might find that uh, I'm very offended by it or you're offended by whatever the case may be. But the idea that these kids can't opt out, thats that parents can't opt out, really is what we're talking about here. Parents can't say no. That, again, is the cleaving. You, you don't have a right. You don't have a say. Getting the parent out of the relationship with the child. But check out what this board member, former teacher, Kristen Mink, has to say about these kids. This issue has unfortunately put, it does put uh, some not all, of course, but some Muslim families on the same side of an issue as white supremacists and outright bigots. And, you know, there, however, the, the, uh, the folks who I've talked to here today, I would not put in the same category as those folks. Although, you know, it's again, complicated because they're falling on the same side of this particular issue. See that? 
You were these important Muslim children that we were supposed to embrace and hold you up as, I don't know, possibly people of color, uh, possibly uh, marginalized groups. But it turns out you want to have your own say in education in the United States, and therefore you're nothing but a bigot. You see, I don't want to call you a bigot, but you're on the same side as the bigot. So, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. See how that works? See how that works? Now, uh, again, I tell you that progressive white women, liberal white women, are the biggest bigots out there, save Sonny Hostin and now Kristen Mink. In 2019, Mink wrote an email to her former colleagues resigning from a group because, well, there were too many white women. Having white women representing us is going to add to the credibility issue and doesn't elevate the right voices. I would be more than glad to come back on board if black and brown voices are given a seat at the executive table. Speaker lineups need to be intersectional and multiracial. White people should be few and with good reason. There's no difference between liberal women in this case and the KKK. None. Zero. Zip. They believe that some people aren't good just based on the color of their skin. No conversation of individuality. No conversation about the person. Skin color equals bad. Skin color equals deficient. Skin color equals unacceptable. Skin color equals oppressor, etc., etc., etc. And then, if you don't have the right view... Well, clearly you're not you 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 you're you're deficient. Clearly, Muslim children, you're all white supremacists because you want to be able to opt out of ridiculous teachings from woke people at a school that you're forced to go to and shouldn't be. Oh, I have uh, watching this about public education, studying how this has gone over the last hundred plus years. We failed. Public education has failed in the United States. The system doesn't work. It is about control, and it has to be put an end to. Education matters, of course. We just have to change how the education happens. I'm talking about forced public education. It doesn't work. It's not my fault. They did it. And you know what? It could have worked. It could have worked, but you know what they did? You saw it. We're witnessing it. They went after the kids. They couldn't leave the kids alone they went after the kids and they've been going after the kids don't get me wrong for 30 years but slowly a little bit of frog in the water where you're turning up the heat but over the last decade they went full-on at the kids they abused the kids they attack the, the kids and then when you ask a question they call you a domestic terrorist tell you you shouldn't have a say you're not educated enough you're not of an expert enough and then if you should say anything that you disagree about well that just proves you're a white supremacist even the muslim kids are white supremacists so please don't think it's just about you white christian oh no 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 Everybody who disagrees with the leftist is a white supremacist. That's just how it works. Just like everybody who disagrees with the leftist is a Nazi or is a this or is a that or whatever name uh, they're calling people uh, today. So yes, there's nothing in this, in this country more bigoted than a liberal white woman. Save Sonny Hostin. And now save uh, uh, Kristen Mink here in Maryland. So maybe there's just nothing more bigoted on planet Earth than a liberal woman. Oh, I'm ready for the emails. I am. But I've brought receipts to the bigotry 
So, you know, if you want to say, hey, Tony, it's not all liberal women. It's just these women. Okay. Then it's not all people who are white. It's not all people who are gay or Jewish or Christian or this, that, or the other. Start looking at people and stop throwing them into groups. I'm Tony Katz. In a special weekend Trump indictment edition of the Countdown Podcast, I am sorry only that this is not a capital case. The indictment underscores it. Donald Trump is treacherous, traitorous, treasonous. Quote, Honestly, do I have to listen to a guy who wants Trump dead and would like to kill him himself? That's Keith Olbermann, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. What's it like to be this lost? What's it like to be this angry? It's not enough to indict the man. It's not enough to have gone after him for seven years. It's not enough to have played the part of Beria, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Now it should be a capital case. Do you yourself want to flip the switch? Or are you going to be the firing squad? No, no, no. He couldn't be. Keith Olbermann couldn't be in a firing squad. He'd, he'd be too afraid and certainly wouldn't know how to use the firearm. Um, this is what happens when you've lost your head. This is what happens when you're unserious. But maybe for some, it's a good explainer, reminder of how much the political left hates you. They don't want to live in the same world with you. And what do we do about that? Because that's a horrible thought. Well, the first thing we do is we don't listen to them. I'll get more into it. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.